0: Hey, friends, my name is Becky Kopitsky, and this is the Inspired Business Podcast, where we talk all about how to earn a God honoring income from your creative work so that you can serve more people in less time and sustain your message financially. In this show, you'll discover smart and biblically sound strategies for growing your reach, promoting your content, honing your craft, and building a business that's based on your top priorities of family and faith. Together, we're going to boost your influence. And your income, so you can keep changing the world one conversation at a time. I am so glad you're here. Well, hello, everyone. I just want to tell you how grateful I am to so many of you who reached out after we launched the podcast last week and posted reviews and emailed me to say how much you appreciated the episodes. It just really, really boosted my day. So thank you so much. I'm very grateful because I know that you have. A lot of options for where you spend your time, for what you tune into. So thank you so much for spending a little bit of your time with the Inspired Business Podcast. You truly, truly blessed me last week. So thank you so much. So today's episode is about Costco, sort of, (laughs) not really, sort of, because I was walking through Costco the other day because, you know, where else can you go to get an entire vat of peanut M&Ms for only $10 on sale? Doesn't every family need like a 6,000-ounce jar of m ms in the pantry? No, of course not. (laughs) We do. No, we don't. We don't. But, you know, Costco, I'm telling you what, it casts a spell. We go to Costco for paper towels and for school snacks, but somehow I always end up with no fewer than three huge jugs of something chocolate in my cart. I could blame it on my children. Mom, we need these. Well, let's define need here, girls. But really what it comes down to is I'm the one who says, okay, sure, put it in the cart. (laughs) And you know, Costco puts all that junk food right up front, right? So you have to walk by it in order to get to the milk and to the rotisserie chicken. And it is a cruel strategy and it works. And that got me thinking about another marketing strategy that Costco uses that we also use as content creators and we use it all the time. Can you guess what it is? Freebies. Samples, as Costco calls them. At Costco, they're the free bites of cauliflower pizza or the free bites of the cheesecake dessert. In our world, we call these lead magnets or opt-ins. They're that thing that you give away for free in order to get someone to sign up for your email list. The principle here is the same, whether we're talking about content creators or Costco. If you give a customer a bite they'll develop an appetite for the whole thing. And that's the hope anyway. And it can work really well when it's done really well. But here's the kicker. Customers are savvy to this now. They are. At Costco, think about it. If you show up on sample day, you expect to fill up on samples. You'll gladly take a sample with no intention of buying the thing that you're sampling. I do this. We all do it. In our industry, content creation People also expect now to fill up on samples. We have trained them to fill up on samples because we have created an industry where we give people something for free before we expect to offer something that is paid. So they expect to get free downloads, free templates, free trainings before we try to sell them something. And this is happening now to the point where I've actually been in a situation where I shared an offer, a paid offer, and someone asked me, can I get a copy of this for free before I buy it? (laughs) Um, no, (laughs) no. That's like going to the deli section at Costco and saying, you know, I know you're selling this rotisserie chicken for $5, but can I just stab a fork in it first and try a bite before I buy it, you know, just to be sure? (laughs) we have created an industry of freebie seekers. And that's a problem because here's what I've found to be true. Freebie seekers are not buyers. Your goal is to build your list. Yes, that's my goal. For many of us, our goal is to build our subscriber list. But why? What's the why behind it? Is it just so that we can say we have a thousand or 10,000 or a 100,000 subscribers? No, no, we build that list so that we can serve the people on that list with paid products that keep our businesses afloat and our family's bank account balanced. If you are a business and not a hobby, if you are a business and not a hobby, then it's simple stewardship. We serve people in exchange for payment. When we build a list through freebies, we've created a pool of people who have not yet proven that they're willing to buy our stuff. And what I want you to do is just the opposite. Build a list of vetted buyers, because that is the kind of list that will create what I call mutual returns. You serve them with your products and services, and they serve you with purchases that keep your business running. So how? How do we create a list of buyers and not just freebie seekers? Well, there are two ways primarily, and there's one that we're going to explore in this episode today. First of all, you can still offer a freebie, and we're going to explore all the ways that you can do that, but it's got to be the right freebie. That's option number one. Your lead magnet must be designed to lead a potential customer to an easy yes kind of paid offer, and we're going to talk more about that in a minute, what that means number two, the other option is you can start with a low ticket paid offer rather than a freebie. It's almost like a paid lead magnet where you're asking someone to exchange their money for something small. And that is how they get a taste of what you have to offer. And this is actually my favorite strategy. And it's the one that I use most often. For example, we sold over $100,000 in gross sales from our inspired business guides through this type of direct to sale strategy. You get people in the door through a super value rich, no brainer low cost offer, and maybe it's only $7, $17. $27. But the point is that you offer a ton of value for a price, a low ticket price, which brings in vetted paying customers right off the bat rather than people who aren't willing to pay. A low ticket paid strategy like that will bring in fewer subscribers, but better quality subscribers. These are people who have already proven that they're willing to pay for your stuff. The freebie strategy, on the other hand, it will still bring in a lot of non-buyers, probably more non-buyers than buyers, statistically speaking. But you might be able to grow your list and your sales more rapidly because you're eliminating that initial barrier to entry, because you're offering something for free. And yet, if you do it well, you are still motivating people to buy afterwards, after they have captured your free offer. So how do you do that? You do it when you present a closely related paid offer immediately after they sign up for your freebie. And this is called a tripwire for those of you who aren't familiar with that terminology. And don't worry too much about the vocabulary just yet. We're just talking in general about the kind of offer that says, hey, my freebie solved your problem to this point. Now my paid offer can solve your problem completely. Because here is a key truth in online marketing. Your bait will determine your catch. Your bait will determine your catch. Now, I get that this is kind of a crass analogy because people are not fish. (laughs) I, I know that. So please, please don't get me wrong. We know that customers are people. Customers are souls that are fashioned by God. They are real human beings whose lives we want to serve and to transform with our products and our services. People are not numbers. They are not dollar signs. They're not fish, but I'm totally simplifying this right now just to get this picture clear in our heads, okay? Your bait will determine your catch. If you want a catfish, use a worm. If you want a blue marlin, use a fancy $20 sparkling lure. So what kind of subscribers are you attracting with your freebie or your bait? If you are bent on building your list through a free lead magnet, then make sure that your lead magnet is poised to attract buyers. A smart lead magnet strategy involves five assets. And that's what we're going to park on now for this episode. We are talking about that first option rather than a low ticket paid offer entry point. We are still giving away a freebie, but we're going to talk about how to do that in a way that leads more likely to sales than not. Okay. And there are ways to do that. So five assets that a smart lead magnet will incorporate. First of all, a taste of your product. Again, like the samples at Costco, your freebie should be an easy lead-in to the upsell. It has to be related. It has to be closely related. It has to make sense. You have to be taking your customer on an upward journey. It doesn't mean that they are going to a different planet. They're just continuing on the same path you started on. For example, if you want somebody to buy the pizza, you got to give them a taste of the pizza, not the cheesecake. So consider what small piece of knowledge or experience that you can give away in your lead magnet that's going to provide some sort of standalone value, yet it's also going to whet the customer's appetite for the full solution. And this doesn't have to be an actual sample of your product, but it can be. For example, if you're selling a novel, give away the first chapter for free. Or if you're giving an online course, give away the introductory module for free. Just get that customer hooked and wanting more. Or think about providing something that solves the same problem that your product solves, your paid product solves, but only briefly or just on the surface. And then introduce the full product as a means of going deeper. For example, I sell a printable Bible study for parents and siblings called Let's All Get Along. You may have heard me talk about this example before only because it's one of the simplest, clearest examples that I have to share with you. This Bible study is designed to equip parents to teach their children how to live in harmony with one another. So my lead magnet, my freebie, it's a short two-page list of 20 questions and activities to help siblings get along. This is a really simple collection of fun game ideas and conversation starters that can spur siblings to appreciate each other and to enjoy one another's company. So the lead magnet addresses the sibling's behavior. The Bible study, which is the upsell or the full product, the full solution, it addresses the root of that behavior, which is the heart. So do you see how I, I take a surface solution in the beginning but it leads to a solution that is underlying, it gets to the root of the real issue. Okay, so a taste of your product, that's asset number one in a smart lead magnet. Number two, a mini sales page. What do I mean by that? Do not expect people to sign up for your freebie just because it's free. You have to give them some information about why that freebie is worth their currency of an email address. Each new subscriber, even though you're offering something for free, they are in fact paying for your freebie with their email address, which is a valuable currency. People have got to appreciate and value your freebie enough to be willing to trust you with their email address. So treat your freebie as you would a paid product. Host your signup form on a mini sales page that includes all the components of a good sales page, which means you appeal to their pain points, the customer's pain points, and you talk about the benefits of the freebie, how it's going to solve their problem, plus give some information about who you are and why they should listen to you. So help the potential customer understand why your freebie is worth their email address. And when you do, I want you to see at least a 50% conversion rate on your signup form. That means of all the people who landed on your freebie signup page, half of them will follow through and sign up. Now, does that sound low to you? Because industry standard is actually much lower than that. 50% is considered amazing, but it shouldn't be. Because this thing is free for heaven's sake, right? But once again, an email address is currency. So people won't give it up unless they believe that they're getting something really worthwhile in return. So use your sign up page to show them why your freebie is worthwhile. Number three of assets that your smart lead magnet needs to include an upsell, also called a tripwire, which I had mentioned earlier. I want you to get in the habit of never giving away something for free without following up with an immediate subsequent offer for something that is paid. Otherwise, you're just going to end up building that list of non-buyers and leaving money on the table. Always follow up your lead magnet form with an immediate redirect to a sales page, or at the very least, immediately redirect them to an email. Send them the email that delivers the freebie, but also contains details on your upsell. When you follow up with a sales page, that's called a tripwire. Now, before we get into the details of how that works, I want you to understand the deeper heart behind why we're doing this. It's not just because we want a sale. It's because we know that freebie to get someone interested in giving us a shot is not going to deliver the full transformation that your product can. Why did you create your product or your service or your course? It's because you know you have a solution to a problem that your customer has And the customer may not be willing to dive in and pay for that solution until they get to know you a little bit. So they get to know you, you give them an invitation to get to know you through your freebie, but it's got to direct them to a tripwire or to information about an upsell for the full solution because that is how you help people. It's not just about getting more sales in the door. It's about leading them to a place where they are more likely to give you their attention and their time and their trust to access that solution that you've got. All right. Here's how a tripwire works. First of all, a person signs up for your freebie and clicks submit. That submit button is programmed to automatically redirect the person to a sales page for your related product. Okay. This all happens inside your email management software. Don't worry about that just yet. Now, the sales page, which is called the tripwire, that begins with a transitional statement that acts like a bridge between the lead magnet and the product. So, for example, you I would say, Yay! your 20 questions guide is on its way to your inbox. Now, how about changing not just your kids behavior, but their hearts, too? So that transition statement helps build the bridge. It shows the customer, the potential customer, the journey that they're on, why you are moving them to this new page from this freebie signup page. It helps explain to them why they're on this journey and what they can find if they keep going. Okay, so as some sort of an upsell or a tripwire, you always wanna include that if you're offering something for free. Okay, number four, an exit offer. Include an exit offer. Now this part is optional. And not everybody is going to be comfortable with this strategy, but it can really boost your conversions if you're willing to add the extra step. What happens with an exit offer is if somebody lands on your tripwire page, so they signed up for your freebie, you led them to an upsell tripwire page, but then they don't buy. If they take a look at your tripwire page, but they don't buy, they're going to attempt to close out your page. So consider creating an exit intent box that pops up. It's a pop-up box. It pops up when the visitor tries to leave that page. And this box should say something simple like, you sure you want to go? Take $5 off if you purchase right now. Or whatever that motivation is going to be for them to consider purchasing before leaving. It's going to depend on the price of your tripwire product. It's going to depend on uh, what's involved in the offer. And maybe it's not even a discount. Maybe you just offer a bonus product for purchasing immediately. And then inside that little pop-up box, you include a button that links to a checkout page with the discount or the bonus already calculated in. Okay, now is this a little sneaky? It's not necessarily sneaky. I wouldn't advise anything that is meant to undermine your customer ever. It's not meant to be a bait and switch. I would not advise something like that. I look at it this way. And again, everybody has different comfort levels with this. Consider this, if I buy a pair of joggers at Old Navy and then they put those same joggers on clearance the next day, well, that's just commerce. Sometimes you get a deal if you delay. But my recommendation, if equality is your goal, if you're not comfortable with the idea of giving somebody a discount because they were thinking about leaving, even though the other way you could look at that is they just needed an added incentive in order to receive the product that's going to transform them, if you're not comfortable with that, which is totally okay, you could consider rewarding every customer with that same bonus upon checkout. Those who click to buy right away, the ones who don't attempt to exit the page, but they are interested in buying right away, They're just not going to hear about the bonus ahead of time. Instead, they're going to be pleasantly surprised at checkout. But either way, you are going to build goodwill and customer loyalty. So consider an exit offer and handle it the way that you feel is going to be best for you and your offer and your customer. Okay, finally, you still with me? Include an email follow-up sequence. This is so important. Do not neglect to follow up via email. That's another key asset in a smart lead magnet. Okay, so if a customer buys your product, your sales funnel, which we'll talk more about sales funnels as we go on in this podcast, I love sales funnels. It's basically just the journey that you take your customer through to discover your product, okay? Your sales funnel should be automatically set up to send the customer an email that contains a link or login information to access their purchase, okay? If they don't buy, however, you still have their email address because you started with a lead magnet. So that is one advantage of a lead magnet versus direct to sale is that even if they didn't purchase, you already have their email address. So now I want you to nurture that new subscriber with kind and trustworthy emails that explain more about your business, more about your products, more about who you are and how you want to serve them. Many people are not spontaneous purchasers, and they're just not going to buy off of your tripwire, but they will buy later through your email marketing. So don't be afraid to send emails. Use your own voice. Be genuine. Be who you are when you're speaking to your customer as though you were speaking to your best friend who you know needs your product. Just make sure that anything you're sending them is meant to provide value and not sales talk, okay? So once you've got an effective lead magnet strategy in place, now I'm talking again about effective freebies, not the ones that are just going to collect a whole bunch of freebie seekers, but people who are likely to purchase your product. This is also called freebie to tripwire marketing. Then you could just begin testing and tweaking you know, as you keep track of how many people sign up for your freebie, how many people convert to buyers. And this is going to depend on a variety of factors, including the audience that you're targeting right? Are you targeting the right people for your offer in the first place? It's going to depend on the messaging that you're using on your lead magnet page and your sales page. Are you really touching on their needs and the benefits of your solution? And it's going to depend on the cost of the product. Is it within impulse purchase range or do buyers need more time to think about it? That's another factor. Okay. So is your brain melting yet? (laughs) I don't mean to throw a whole bunch of stuff at you that you need to uh, spend days processing. That's not at all my heart here. I just want to give you some wise strategies for utilizing freebies the right way. If you're going to utilize freebies, use them in a way that will convert your freebie signups to buyers so that your product can be seen through to fruition, which is you want people's lives transformed by what you have to offer. One thing that I can tell you for sure is digital product marketing is well worth the effort. Building a list of vetted customers, it's well worth the effort because in the end, your customers will thank you. That's what happens. People thank you for providing a product that served them well. Also, in the meantime, your operating budget will thank you and your family will reap the rewards of your ongoing sales. And that means you're going to be making a difference in more people's lives while you are supporting your family's needs. And that is the place we all want to reach. So if you want more help with this whole concept of freebies, tripwires, building your list with vetted buyers, setting up sales funnels, it is an enormous topic, but it's one I am super passionate about and it can be an absolute game changer in your business. So if you want more help with this, I want you to go right now to the inspiredbusiness.co slash waitlist. That's the inspiredbusiness.co slash and enter your name and your email address. We are launching our new and improved signature program, Profitable Digital Products Method 2.0, starting in January, not till January. But the doors are going to open for a special early bird enrollment offer in November around Black Friday. So if you sign up for this wait list, you're not signing up to get anything in particular, Um, I am not going to be spamming you, It's just showing that you have interest, potential interest in this offer, and that means that I am going to tag you as someone who wants to be the first person to hear about this opportunity when our special early bird enrollment offers. There's no expectation. You're not um, committing to anything. Just get your name on the wait list, and all you're saying is, I want to hear more about this when it opens up, and I'm going to be telling you more about how the program can help you. And if you do enroll through that special early bird offer in November, you're going to get a special bonus just for being on the waitlist. So, again, go to theinspiredbusiness.co slash waitlist and sign up to be the first person to hear more details. We're going to have a link to that sign up also down below in this episode's highlights as well. So, for all my fellow MM enthusiasts out there, send me an email. Becky at theinspiredbusiness.co. Send me an email and let me know if you are a plain or a peanut kind of person. Okay, I'm not a huge fan of peanut butter M&Ms. I don't know why, but you know, in recent years, have you noticed there's been this explosion of different flavors and M&M varieties? So I want to know which one you like the best. So what does this have to do with digital marketing or growing a faith-based business? Nothing. <laughs> but I'd love to connect with you over our mutual respect for chocolate too. So. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Until next week, friends, God's blessings on your business. Keep doing the work that changes the world. Bye-bye. Well, everyone, I am so grateful that you chose to tune into the Inspired Business Podcast today. If this episode blessed you, would you please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to access your favorite shows? When you let other people know that this podcast is worth checking out, that helps me to help more people like you and me, content creators, to serve people, to earn money that's God-honoring, and to change the world with our content. That's what we're all about here at The Inspired Business. And I am so glad that we're walking this out together. I'll see you next time.